Welcome back to another episode of If You Know, You Know, the last episode of the year. I'm joined by my one of my best friends, Alexa. Hi, guys. She's finally making her podcast debut. Um, and yeah, it's New Year's Eve and 2021 starts tomorrow. Isn't that insane? Really crazy. We've had like such a weird year. It feels like it's been like three years in one. Literally. I don't know. I feel like every year I'm like 50-50 split on like half of it feels like it went really fast and half of it like some things feel like it was yesterday some things feel like it was forever ago but this year has been like it feels like everything happened like four years ago no literally and like to think that like stuff was normal like before like corona and everything at the beginning of January is literally insane because I was doing so much I was traveling at the beginning of the year and then now I'm like every time I talk to people about it they're like oh yeah like you did this at the this year it wasn't last year and I'm like oh yeah don't remind me of how long this year has been literally you went to Paris in February and I went to New York at the same time yes and like that's when everything started going downhill like I remember being in the airport and some people were wearing masks but like not really and like this girl I sat next to on the plane was wearing a mask and I was Mm -hmm. kind of like I wasn't laughing at her but I kind of like laughed it off like I was like okay like it wasn't really in North America yet or like yeah that's like, hard I remember when we were on the plane um this girl and like this mom in front of us was like oh like do you guys want to like napkin to like wipe down your seats and like I guess usually like when I get on a plane that's not like the first thing I yeah do. I don't really think gross. about like, it I, I know <laughs> yeah I don't think about it like oops <laughs> but I guess because of like everything that was going on I was like oh I'm like yeah sure and then take in like the time that we both went to like New York and Paris was literally like two weeks or like a week like that week we got back was we were in lockdown like a week later it was literally the last week of like any normalcy like it was crazy I remember you got I think you got back and like the next day they shut down the Louvre and I was literally just there like oh my god like I'm glad that I got to like experience that and that time that we went like nothing had like was closing yeah but no it's crazy I'm glad at least we got like two months of like normal yeah stuff. I don't know at least we finished time. it with a bang you know like in New yeah. York Paris like exactly and we were good <laughs> I cannot wait to travel again like it's oh. insane and I know like the year doesn't like just because it's turning 2021 doesn't mean everything's gonna go back to normal and everything's gonna be okay but like in my mind it like comforts me just knowing like a yeah. new year is gonna start it's like a know. restart <laughs> a yeah. refresh button <laughs> literally okay so this episode we are gonna do a year in pop culture recap so we're gonna go month by month throughout the last 12 months and we're just gonna talk about everything that happened um, obviously like a lot less than a normal year, but some pretty significant stuff happened, I feel like. So many crazy things, guys. Stay tuned. This is gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a wild ride. I apologize if this is two hours in length, but <laughs> we have some stuff to go through. We're gonna relive 2020 uh for the last time, hopefully. Hopefully everything will go uphill from here. Let's hope. Okay, so let's start off with January. What happened in January 2020? This reading these topics feels literally like they happened six years ago. So 
I know like reading them going I was like oh that happened in January what yeah it's crazy it feels like a lifetime ago it really does okay first thing one major um situation in January is Megxit so Prince Harry and Meghan Markle officially stepped back from their royal family duties um and this was I guess in part of just like they face so much backlash and like criticism from like their own family first of all and then second of all like all of the British media which is just horrible like why um so yeah they left with cute little Archie he's such a cute baby I want to see an updated picture of him so bad like I know and like apparently I was just reading this but um the latest podcast like um Harry and Meghan's latest podcast you heard him like speak for like the first time like that's so cute I have to listen to that, but <laughs> I'm calling this right now. I feel like she's pregnant right now. So oh. I feel like that announcement's gonna come soon. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Guys, take notes, take notes. <laughs> I usually am wrong, so like maybe don't listen to me, but like I know <laughs> pregnant. So we'll see. Oh, I hope she is. There was rumors that they were gonna move to Canada. I, I heard, yeah, I heard those. That would have been so cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. But they ended up moving to Montecito in California and they've got like so many like production deals and stuff now like I know I'm kind of into it I actually love Harry and Meghan and like Me I've too. loved them since like obviously since they got married and I don't even remember that like they uh there was a movie that was made about like how they met and yeah stuff. I find that I found that so cute and I just honestly like when I found out that they were stepping back from their duties not that I was shocked I feel like it was bound to happen I don't know why not that they yeah. don't seem fit for the royal family but but they, I, know, I was kind of happy for them I was like okay yeah like they're taking their lives into their own hands like exactly just- and I don't think they fit into the royal family but like for a good reason like exactly yeah they're not that traditional like mm-hmm. family and I love that about them and I like mm-hmm. wish them the best I hope they have I feel right? I feel so bad for Megan first of all because she's like received so much like hate and for what like it's so stupid mm-hmm. and then I feel bad for Harry because he loves her like that's his wife and to have his family and like Like, his country like hate her like it's horrible but yeah I wonder if Archie's a ginger like I wonder if he got Harry's red hair I hope that's so cute I hope he did oh my god I hope (laughs) he did too (laughs) moving on to another highlight of the month of January, we have Brad Pitt at award season. So not award season like entirely by itself, but specifically Brad Pitt at award season. The king. We love Brad Pitt. Um, he can be a little problematic since he <laughs> cheated on Jennifer Aniston, but you know what? I'll let Min- it slide for everything else. <laughs> yeah, minus the problematic issues and the cheating, he's still Brad Pitt. Come on, who doesn't love Brad Pitt? Literally. Okay, so Brad Pitt absolutely owned award season this year. He was nominated for Supporting Actor for his role in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at all the major award shows. He won at the Critics' Choice Awards, won at the Golden Globes, won at the SAG Awards, won at the BAFTAs, and won at the Oscars. So, like, Which was literally swept. Deserved, definitely deserved. He was funny in that movie. He was. I really love that movie. That movie, movie, I've watched that so many times this year. Even though it came out last year, literally one of my top favorites. I'll literally, if someone said right now, let's go watch it, I'd be like, 
uh hundos let's go <laughs> it's weirdly like a comfort movie to me yeah you know like when well, I, I feel don't that. watch I'll be like even though it's pretty long too so usually I wouldn't do that because I'm like oh my god it's a long mm-hmm. movie but I don't know this one doesn't feel long I thought it was really good um I really loved it we love Brad Pitt and yes. at award season when he won all of these <laughs> awards he had the best acceptance speeches, like, I think I've ever heard. Um, and I just need to know, like, did he have a ghost writer or is he actually that funny? Like, I, like, half of me, I want to believe that he wrote those himself. <laughs> but also, I'm like, did he really? Like, he's almost 60. I just don't know if, like, he's almost 60. That's crazy. When you said that, I was what? like, wait, hold on. <laughs> almost I- 60. I think he just turned 57. Like, that's insane. That is crazy. <laughs> he's still good looking, though. So Literally, like, who's doing it like him? Like, he's still the best, and he's pushing 60 years old. Like, yeah. what? Okay. I would like I'm, to think he's funny. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a funny guy, so let's hope. Yeah, I hope him. he's... Okay, we're going to read some of his um, best jokes from his acceptance <laughs> speeches. Like, they're just gold. Okay, so one... He said, I wanted to bring my mom, but I couldn't because any woman I stand next to, they say I'm dating and it would just be awkward, <laughs> which is like, I feel like that's peak celeb culture. Like any celebrity who's ever with someone else, Literally. like there's rumors about them dating. So he was on brand for that one. Then he, like, yeah. when he's at the BAFTAs, which is like the British award shows, he was like, hey, Britain, heard you just became <laughs> single. Welcome to the club. Like, okay. <laughs> Like, how do you come up with these? He's had to have, like, prepared them, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, For no sure. one can on the spot. At least I can't, <laughs> like, with jokes like this. Like, what? I mean, and, like, he was predicted pretty much mm-hmm. right away that, like, he would be winning these awards. And, like, once you start winning some of them, like, the Critics' Choice Awards, the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, if you keep winning That's that, true. you're going to win the Oscar. So I'm sure, like, once he started winning them, he made sure he had speeches, like, down pat. Yeah. When he accepted his SAG award, he said, I got to add this to my Tinder profile, (laughs) which is like, wow, okay. I mean, I'm sure he's on like, I think it's called Raya, Raya. It's it's like a Tinder app, but it's for like specifically for celebrities. Oh my God, that is so cool. Like other celebrities can meet, like if they want someone in their same like social class, they can meet someone. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. That's actually so cool. I mean, I I guess it would make sense if they want some of like the same yeah the same like career yeah I can't see him being on tinder but (laughs) I I would also love for that to be true like that would be hilarious I feel like his profile would be like a dad (laughs) I don't know why I mean like like the captions would be like a dad caption or like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay next he says um when he's accepting again for once upon time in Hollywood he said, I want to thank my co-stars, Leo, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's feet, Margaret Qualley's feet, Dakota's, <laughs> Dakota Fanning's feet. <laughs> Seriously, Quentin has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. <laughs> this one is the best one. Like, I think that's my favorite one. Quentin Tarantino has been called out like so many times on his absurd like foot fetish. Like yes. he's known for... <laughs> putting shots of women's feet like in all of his movies which is low-key high-key disgusting yeah (laughs) i think back at it that's very true (laughs) quentin is a strange man so not surprised but like brad pitt calling him out on this when accepting the award and like quentin was in the audience (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 
Well, like, yeah, that movie, Margot Robbie, remember that scene where she's wa- uh, Sharon Tate? She was watching the movie that she was in, and she was in the movie theater, and she puts her bare feet up yeah. on the chair, and, like, the shot is literally her feet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we get it, Quentin. But separated more women from their shoes than the TSA is, like, literally okay. golden. That's yeah, golden. that is iconic. Next. Um, oh, this was at <laughs> the back. So maybe the Britain one. Maybe she said this too, but at the Baftas, he got he was not in attendance, so he got Margot Robbie to accept his award for him. <laughs> and her just like her reading his acceptance speech is just also amazing. She says he says that he is going to name this Harry because he is really excited about bringing it back to the states with him, <laughs> which connects obviously to Megxit. I actually love that one too. Honestly, all of them are my favorite. I don't think I can rank like his funniness on a level. <laughs> I can't even explain to you, like, watching these award shows live, like, every, it was, like, every two weeks there was an award show, and then he was at accepting awards, and every time I heard one of these acceptance speeches, I was, like, shook to watch it live. I was, like, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, is this happening right now? Okay. Also, another part of Brad Pitt's amazing award season run was at the award shows where it was TV and movies, which is the Golden Globes, the SAG... Jennifer Aniston was also nominated for her show, The Morning Show. And that meant a Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston reunion, which... Yes. Like, I kind of hate that I, like, want a reunion between them so bad. Because I'm like, he did cheat on her. Leave I her know. And married Angelina Jolie. And, like, I just... I that, that breaks my heart. Imagine, like, what could have been. Like, what if they stayed together? Like, what if they were... Oh, so that's crazy. Today? That would have been the most, like ultimate power couple yeah literally everyone loves them now they probably would have like gone like crazy over them if they had stayed together if you hadn't like cheated obviously yeah <laughs> well their kids they would have <laughs> but yeah they reunited at I don't know I think it was the SAG awards where they were both backstage and like she had mm-hmm. just won her award I literally have that picture like the yeah. picture that was like circling like all of Instagram all of Twitter like in my brain the pictures are amazing okay Moving on from Brad Pitt to tragic news. This is like so one of the saddest parts of 2020, I think. This when this happened in January, I feel like it shifted something in the universe because I feel like I got vibes that the year was not starting out in a good way and like right other stuff was going to go down this year, which it did obviously, but mm-hmm. in January we unfortunately lost sports and cultural icon Kobe Bryant and his 14-year-old daughter, I think she was 14. Mm-hmm. Um they tragically passed away in a helicopter accident and like I feel like with every major public figure or celebrity death, like you remember where you were or at least I mm-hmm. do. Like I can't yeah, remember where I was when somebody's passed away. Yeah, same. I remember I was I was at work and I was just like minding my own business and then one of my coworkers like came back from break and she goes, "Oh my god, did you hear?" And I'm like, "Well, no, I've, I've been on the floor." Like, yeah. "What's up?" She goes, "Oh, like Kobe Bryant like and his daughter passed away." And I'm like, "Oh my god." And I remember just like the word like traveled like so fast amongst like my coworkers and stuff and then yeah. I remember going on to break, like going on break and like seeing everything on like social media and like that was so heartbreaking for everyone and it's just so sad to hear and like how it happened like I don't know it's horrible I remember I was working overnights this weekend 
Um, and so I got home at like seven in the morning. I went to sleep. Um, and then I woke up, I think at like 11, maybe, mm-hmm. which is weird too. Like I only slept for four hours and I don't know, like I just randomly woke up and, um, my aunt told me, she's like, oh my God, did you hear this? And I was like, oh no. Like immediately when someone says that, like my heart, I know. And usually I'm always the one to find these things out first. Like I have my mm-hmm. team notifications and like I usually <laughs> always find I'm always the one breaking the news to other people. Yeah. But since I was asleep and I woke up to it and that was the first thing I had to see, I was like shocked. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you're like, okay, this this can't be real. Like that didn't actually happen. Like there must be it's so sudden and it's like no one it's crazy literally expected that like that's insane I mean it's different like when you know somebody's sick Mm -hmm. or you know they're in a position where like that might be the outcome but like who no one would think that this would happen obviously and you never wish for it um but yeah it sucks and like it's not even it's not even like sad for just basketball fans or if you're a fan of sports like in general like Mm -hmm. he's such a cultural icon like yeah literally so many everyone was affected by this like everyone knows who Kobe Bryant is Mm -hmm. and his family like just everything I remember watching the memorial that they had at the Staples oh my god with everybody in there yeah and I can't help but think like obviously it's like it's horrible that he passed away and had to pass away but Mm -hmm. I can't help but thinking if it were to happen like after COVID and everything, like they would never have, they would never be able to hold that memorial with oh, all those people in there. That's you know, true. like mm-hmm. it's it's nice that they were able to have an event yeah. like that, so everyone could like mourn together. No, that's one hundred percent true. And celebrate his life, you know, like if that mm-hmm. happened now, like people pass away now and you can't even like properly like yeah your life or whatever. So obviously sucks that this had to happen. Um it's still crazy to me. Every time someone every time a celebrity passes away, I'm like, I don't fully process it for like months. I know. Like it just doesn't seem real. It's crazy because like we don't know them, but like we do through like yeah. a ton of stuff. Like oh my God. I could talk about celebrity celebrity deaths and like the impact I know. of them. Um, like yeah. that's gonna be a whole episode because like I hate when people invalidate people's feelings about it and they're like well they were yeah. celebrity like yeah. you didn't know them and you know but I feel like it's so much like it's so major like they're like that's, yeah, not, that's a lot deeper than... that you see all the time and like you're exactly and now they're not there anymore like it's crazy yeah okay moving on to some more positive news <laughs> um in January Billie Eilish swept the Grammys at only yes. 18 years old which is crazy she won four out of the four major categories which is insane she won best new artist album of the year song of the year and record of the year tragically the Grammys were the night of the same day Kobe passed away so only 18 years old though like I keep forgetting about that every time I'm like reminded of it I'm like yeah she's 18 now so like I don't know if, um oh my god I can't remember which um site does this uh video but it was the video where she does every year yeah vanity um, fair yeah that yes and it's crazy to see like that was like four years ago like she started her career like so young and so look young. where she is now like 
sweeping the Grammys. Like, I love that. That's so it's cool. crazy. That Vanity Fair um, idea and, like, the concept is so cool. Like, yeah, I would love for them to, like, make it a series and do it with, like, mm-hmm. other young, like, younger um, artists or actors or just, like, mm-hmm. celebrities in general because it's so interesting to see. And they were kind of – they make me a little bit sad because – I think especially the second one, I think the second one happened, um, they recorded it, and that year, like, she really blew up. Like, the first Mm -hmm. year, she was still kind of, like, making her way, and then the second year was, like, she was at a totally different level. And to hear her talk about, like, she sounded, I don't know, I was scared, because I was like, fame is scary for somebody who's, like, 17, Mm -hmm. 16 years old. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting to see them. I wish they would do it with more people, because... I'm, like, a sentimental person like that. Like, I love to see, like, the fact that they do it on the same day every year. I know, that's crazy. And to see her grow and just see how her ideas and stuff change, it's so cool. I love that. And I feel like she was a good person to do it with because she's young. And then you also see, like, she's, like, real in a way compared to, like, other celebrities that are, like, I don't know, like, not fake, but are not as down-to-earth as she is, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. That's something I admire about her. I feel like she's been able to still maintain, like, even though obviously she's not living a normal life and she's not living Mm -hmm. a normal teenage life, she still, to me, like, maintains that kind of personality and, like, Mm -hmm. view of things. So I like that. No, exactly. Okay, next. Um, Another tragic piece of news. In January, Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler broke up after almost nine years of dating. They started dating in 2011. And apparently the reason for the breakup was because they were both filming movies in different locations, like, around the world. Um, So there was, like, hopes that maybe they would get back together. But honestly, at this point, like, months and months later, 11 months later, there's no signs of them getting back together. But you never know. Maybe it'll happen one day. I just think that's crazy, though. Like, you've been together for nine years. Like, there has to be more of a reason other than you were filming movies in different locations. Like come on like you guys are both actors and you guys have must have definitely filmed movies in different locations over the nine years that you guys were together so I feel like there's more behind what happened obviously we don't know but I was so sad when I heard that because they were like everyone like looked up to that they were all like I want that like yeah (laughs) I want what Vanessa Hudgens and what Austin Butler have like they're so cute and that's crazy I don't know they were always like that couple on like that would go viral on like Tumblr yeah. or Twitter <laughs> where there would be like pictures of them yeah. paparazzi pictures or them at Coachella and like everyone wanted to be them like I don't know oh my god Tumblr I literally remember that seeing other pictures all yeah. the time on Tumblr and always like liking reblogging like oh my god it's so sad like when you see celebrity couples that have been together for so long and you think obviously we don't know what happens in their personal lives so this is just looking at them from the outside but like you think that these couples are like so goals and like I don't know you think like they could never break up like love isn't real like if they break up and then they do and you're just like what like that was like Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth oh my god oh my god you know what they caused so many problems for us like who had to grow up with them see them in the last song like we were at a formative Mm. age when we had to watch that And we were just given, like, unrealistic expectations. And I blame them. And then they broke up, like... And then they got back together, got married, and now and then, Yeah. I don't know. That was just, like, so messy. So messy. <laughs> like, Miley Cyrus is on, like, a completely different level now. Yeah. I mean, I love her, but, but she's on, like, completely different level. Then when they were first together, like, when they were younger, like, 
that was everything like I thought they I were know. the perfect couple it's so the sad. movie they were in together was the last song right yeah oh yes <laughs> okay second month of the year on to February um this is really the last kind of normal things that happened before everything went horribly oh, wrong no. yes <laughs> okay first Shakira and JLo headlined the Super Bowl halftime show so they performed together in Miami. Um, JLo's daughter came out to sing. I loved that. I loved so that. Like, what an experience for her. I can't believe I know. she was able to go out there and in front of all those people and do that. That's amazing. And, like, even on, like, on Instagram, I love seeing the relationship that JLo and her daughter have. Yeah. It's so cute. I, I love, love that it. family. Like, her right? and <laughs> are my, like, one of my favorite celebrity couples now. And yes. kids just get to, like, those are their kids, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're step-siblings or whatever. Like, they seem like they all get along. They're all around the same age. Yeah. I'm so happy for them. And they're engaged, right? I think they're getting married. Yeah, they are. I'm so, that's so exciting for them. They're, like, so perfect for each other. And it's, like, they were meant to be like, like you were saying like their kids get along so long it's like yeah it was like meant to be like hundos it's kind of like I can't believe they only got together a couple of years ago you know like I, feel I know like been together forever like it's weird. throwback to when at TIFF uh the red carpet for Hustlers we saw yeah. like <laughs> Jill and Aaron from like a bench you're like yeah. trying to like peek into the we we're like carpet. standing on a bench to try and see them that was oh so my god cool. that was crazy but yeah they performed at the super bowl halftime show and i really liked the show it was super fun and energetic mm-hmm. energetic and gave off good vibes um, yes i feel like i hadn't heard from shakira in like so long so yeah. like i was like oh she's Literally. back um, they also, in their performance, made a political statement regarding immigration and family separation at the U.S.-Mexico border, which I thought was really cool. And they also got a lot of complaints, apparently, from, like, parents and from people in the States calling in to complain that the performance was too inappropriate. Which I think is I saw that. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. Like, I can't. I can't believe people would, co- like, call and complain about I that. <laughs> Like, I swear people, like, don't have, like, do you not have a life where you have to, like, sit there and, like, call in and complain about that? Like, I I don't get it. Literally, it was so fun. Okay, next. In February, we had the Oscars, and the best thing to come out of the Oscars was Parasite. Alexa, have you seen Parasite yet? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's on my never-ending watch list. It was on TV a while ago. I watched the ending, which is probably stupid. I had no idea I had no idea what was going on though, so I'll probably I'll rewatch it soon, definitely. But I know this is one of the movies where everyone's asking me about it and I'm like, okay, no, like I need to see this. You really do. Maybe tonight, honestly. It is so it's it's like hard for me to not hard for me to say, but last year like I loved the movie Little Women. Like if you know me, you know I've seen Little Women. Yes, 300 times it's just like my ultimate comfort movie. that is an amazing movie though I will rewatch it like till the day I die but last year my favorite movie was Parasite like it, it needs to be like I can't even say Little Women was my favorite when Parasite exists like they're both amazing but Parasite is just like 
insane if you have not seen this movie yet also to alexa you need to watch it i know i'm so disappointed in myself because i've been wanting to watch it i just don't know why I yeah and it's okay because there was like when it first came out um it's a foreign language film so like mm-hmm. it wasn't out in a lot of movie theaters like i know my local movie theater doesn't even play like any like sort of range of movies it's like literally just avengers and like whatever blockbusters are there like nothing else so like you would have to like go out and find parasite so like i understand but i think it's on crave right now so if you're yeah it's on crave and every time i log on to letterboxd i always see it and i'm like okay it's a sign that like i need to watch it now like it's always there so good five stars 100 percent. but anyways um bong joon ho is the director of parasite and mm-hmm. they made history at the Oscars this year. They went yes. home with four awards. They won International Feature Film, Best Original Screenplay, Best Director, and Best Picture, which is like usually when you're making your Oscar predictions every single year, like you have what you want mm-hmm. to win. And then you have like your predictions of like who is going to win because yeah, we never get what we want, you know, like we always get screwed <laughs> over and the Oscars, yeah. that's just their thing every year. So this year I was like rooting for Parasite because obviously mm-hmm. like it, that's honestly what deserved all of these awards. Um, but I was scared because I'm like, there's no way that the Academy is going to give this movie like best picture, like this foreign language film is going to win best picture, you know, like they're going to go with their stereotypical mm-hmm. movie to win um so I was really scared like if Joker or something were to win best picture I would have rioted in the streets the next day like (laughs) (laughs) insane anyways so yeah this happened and it was the most like rewarding and exciting thing like I remember watching the show live obviously and every time like they were doing Hmm. each of these categories and they won Parasite or Bong Joon-ho won I was like I think I've literally like jumped up and started screaming like I was genuinely so excited because we never get what we want from the Oscars and yeah we did like Um, even not watching the movie like watching the award show I felt like I was so happy for them and like exactly I was like oh my god like this is so exciting and like you didn't see it coming so that was even better yeah it's like it's that movie that deserved to win but you're like you know what the world is not that nice like (laughs) they're gonna give it to someone else and then they did Mm. win and it was so exciting but they made history because they became the first it became the first non-english language film in Mm -hmm. oscar history to win the award for best picture which that's amazing and bong joon ho is amazing he is also very funny and in his acceptance yeah (laughs) he was being so funny and he also was like thinking or just like shouting out like other filmmakers who inspire him to get into filmmaking Mm -hmm. and he did a really nice like thank you to martin scorsese for like inspiring him to do this and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) do this career and um he did that when he accepted his best director award which martin scorsese was also nominated for for the irishman so, like, it's just so cool to me to see, like, somebody who was inspired by Martin Scorsese, like, growing up to be nominated alongside him. I and know, that's like, crazy. That just shows you, like, Martin Scorsese is a legend, obviously, like. Mm-hmm. And, like, stuff like so that gets me him. so, yeah, and, like, stuff like that gets me so emotional. Same. Because I'm, like, oh, like, that's You're just, so that's, sweet. I love that. Yeah, it's, like, you can't be mad, like, when you lose an award when the person mm. who's winning it is somebody that was inspired by you to like get into filmmaking and make this and now he won best director like that must be such a 
rewarding and like mm-hmm. sweet um thing from like Martin Scorsese. That's amazing. Yeah. So everyone watch Parasite ASAP. <laughs> like it's so. I'm gonna good. watch it tonight. <laughs> so <good>. tonight. <laughs> Okay, next thing in February. This is another thing that I can't believe happened this year. It feels like so long ago. It really does. But Netflix released a new reality dating show called Love is Blind. And it's a show where it was like separating into girls and guys. And you would mm-hmm. like meet up in like a pod where you couldn't see each other. You can only like hear each other's voices. Yeah. So you met people um, based on their voice. And try to, like, form a connection with them that way. So it was trying to show that, like, looks aren't everything. Like, you should get to know somebody, like, on a personal level, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, yeah, so it was, like, a hit. I honestly think it did so well because, only because it was happening in quarantine and, like. Yeah. Well, actually, we weren't in quarantine yet, but I think I it, guess, pre- like, I think it premiered in February, but didn't actually like become watched and become a hit till yeah. March and I think that's because we were all on lockdown like we needed stuff to watch yeah um I, think I had it oh, sorry okay. go ahead <laughs> no I hadn't watched it but I heard it was a hit because I was watching I guess at the same time this became popular Too Hot to Handle also yeah. came out so I was like stuck on Too Hot to Handle but I don't know I just never got into mm-hmm. Love is Blind like the concept is so cool and like I'm all for that but yeah, I don't know it's definitely like a quarantine show like you only kind of watch it because you have nothing else to watch. <laughs> um I think they're coming out with a second season though which is interesting like I don't think I'll tune in for the second season unless <laughs> I really have like nothing else to watch um yeah some of the couples and then at the end like you end up getting engaged and getting married it's like the bachelor like you get married right away I mean, oh, okay it's just crazy mm-hmm. but whatever um uh-huh. and I think two of the couples are still together so I guess that's good I guess that's good though I mean it shows that like it worked out for like two of the couples because usually like shows like, like two out to handle like the bachelorette there's always like and the bachelor is always yeah. something messy that like happens afterwards and yeah they're not together and then they end up finding someone else nine times out of ten like the bachelor does not it doesn't end up working out like they'll get married and they'll get divorced or they'll split before they even get next up we're into march only the third month of the year and it feels like so much has happened this is really the month where the world gets gets flipped upside down yes Um, the world took a dark turn (laughs) so like a lot of these topics and, and events in march are kind of like the result of people trying to adjust to like the new norm even though like I can't yeah. even imagine like us in March we were like oh my god we need to stay in our houses and everything and like we're literally like nine months later like and it's still, I know. it's not as locked down as before um even though it probably should be but like because it's like it's so much worse think- as it was back in March but yeah. like it doesn't feel like it is if that makes sense it's so weird like time is just crazy my mind can't (laughs) deal with it okay march tiger king this is (laughs) like oh this had such like a huge um like presence this year which is just unnecessary but okay so another result so it was a documentary miniseries on netflix and it just became like a huge phenomenon 
for what reason I like it was interesting because it was just crazy like it was so wild (laughs) but like it's also so stupid you know like that's literally why like I didn't watch it and yeah like it was so interesting but like I feel like I've watched it without even actually watching the documentary like I've heard so much about it on Twitter Instagram TikTok like and it's just I just found it so stupid and I'm like okay like this is what's getting everyone's attention like what this is a, this is another show that just like got way too much attention just solely because we had nothing else to watch I guess and like it came out at the perfect time because everyone was that's on Netflix true. and you know that's mm-hmm. where it kind of sparked off but um Carol Baskin became like this <laughs> huge thing which like what are we doing why are we making Carol Baskin famous I don't know, I know. it was like too much there was like conspiracy theories in the beginning and then TikTok what was the song that they made on TikTok with her name it like, was Savage like it yeah, was Savage Carol yeah killed her husband whacked him yeah. like oh <laughs> That's going to be in my head for the next seven years. Like, we just should not have given this much attention to this. And Um, she was also on Dancing with the Stars, like, the previous season. I'm like, what? No, we don't need it. And the Halloween costumes were just insane. Like, too much. Everybody was dressed as Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. And it's just like, oh, my God. I thought we left this alone, like, months ago. And in October, they were still dressing up as them. I think Kim Kardashian, like even celebrities like <laughs> yeah. Kardashian and her friend Jonathan were dressed up as them. And it's just like, I'm so over it. Like it's something that blew up and you just get sick of right away. And you're like, no, I don't want it anymore. This should have stayed in March. Whatever happens in March stays in March. Literally. <laughs> Basically. The, best, the best thing about like going into the new year is that we leave all of this stuff behind in 2020. Like right? I don't want to hear about the majority of these topics ever again because they're I know. Just, like too ridiculous. Okay. I feel like, okay, like you mentioned before how like no everyone has like nothing to watch or whatever. So we watch that. I feel like Netflix like purposely releases shows like when we're in lockdown and then we have no other option to watch them. Like recently, like we got into lockdown again and so many different shows like surface Netflix that are like now major hits. But I'm trying to think, I'm like, would they be as good if life was normal? Yeah, like I don't, I don't think like, I don't know. Majority of them are probably not good. (laughs) <laughs> like, I, and like we don't necessarily think that they're good yeah. but it's just something to watch and we've all watched yeah, them right? we've all like spent this crazy amount of time watching mm. like, binging these shows that like realistically <laughs> if it happened during any other normal year we probably wouldn't have ended up watching you know right? I feel like Netflix definitely like fast-tracked some of the stuff that maybe wasn't mm. supposed to come out until maybe the end of this year mm-hmm. um like fast-tracked it to the earlier months because they're like every Netflix won this year like who had a better yeah. year than Netflix Netflix and Zoom and like hand sanitizing things just like they won the year like <laughs> Amazon oh yeah Amazon it could not have gone better for Netflix I mean they have now there's also all these other streaming services that mm-hmm. got to but I feel like Netflix will always be such a big yeah like Netflix is never going down I don't think but yeah the next topic is also something I want to leave behind in 2020 <laughs> speaking of Zoom I oh. like never want to see Zoom again after this pandemic is cleared out of the way and we can congregate in person again 
I never want to hear of Zoom again. Specifically Zoom reunions. We need to they were they were okay <laughs> yes. for a little bit, but like I'm done with them now. Like I, I know. I just want normal stuff, like normal content. I don't want reunions of old shows, mm-hmm. old movies. Like it makes me miss that kind of like normal life when those shows and movies like were taking place in, you know? No, exactly. And like I find that it was cool at first to see like, oh my God, they're on Zoom. Like they took time. Yeah. Like, out of like lockdown to like do it but now it's like okay like if I see another like six people on my screen yeah (laughs) I'm gonna like go crazy like it's a cool concept but it's just so like I am I'm sick yeah it was cool in March (laughs) it was cool in March because like yeah it was new discovering this stuff yeah but like when you've gone through nine months of zoom and zoom reunion still I'm like no we don't need it nobody wants this like we're just sad now so March kicked off like yeah an excessive amount of tv show and movie reunions on zoom so like some of them Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Parent Trap, Mean Girls, Girls. Legally Blonde and like I'm not mad at those ones because these are old movies you know yeah the cast and like everybody make it back for a reunion where like if it was Mm -hmm. normal life like would those people reunite in person Mm -hmm. probably not exactly that's what I was thinking yeah like I feel like the the one good thing about lockdown was having like all these people like from different shows like reuniting and like talking about it where like you said in real life like would it actually happen like probably not definitely not I don't know that was really cool the only positive (laughs) yeah but like I won't be mad if like we never do them again (laughs) we like return to (laughs) like normal life okay another thing oh my god yeah the march is just like this life was so new to us this new reality mm-hmm. that all of these crazy things are happening in march right away the next crazy. one being ben affleck and Ana de armas um started dating i think they started mm-hmm. dating like right before the pandemic started to get serious. i think so mm-hmm. Um, and then in March, they were spotted vacationing together in Cuba. I think they just filmed a movie together, like, before this. So, I guess that's where they met and fell in love, I guess. I love um, that. <laughs> but they truly became the couple of COVID-19. They like, were, like, the head of every tabloid. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They were definitely the most paparazzi couple of quarantine Mm. like I have never seen so many pictures like (laughs) at first it was just bizarre to see them together I don't know why they just seem so strange to me like yeah let them do them like if they're happy that's great but like to start seeing pictures of them every single I swear there's pictures of them walking their dog with their Dunkin Donuts coffees in their hands Every, every single day. day for like three months I swear to god it didn't slow down until like August maybe and I'm just like okay I'm really sick of it I'm really sick of it like because then at the beginning I was like is this a PR relationship or something or like because it would seem like it because if they just filmed a movie together they probably like want exactly um what's it called like fame recognition for the movie and publicity and everything for it yes publicity so you would think it's that but then like it kept going on and yeah and there was pictures every day (laughs) and I'm like oh and they just looked so staged to me like yes I don't know. They both were like dressed up and like they would always look good. They would always look put together, not like Camila and Sean in those disgusting. <laughs> Did that? Oh, God. Yeah, I guess those pictures happened this yeah. year too, which should be its own topic, but sorry like, to spoil. I did not <laughs> include that because I can't talk about them. 
like she looks like a mop like I love Sean but like come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the paparazzi moments between them have slowed down definitely like the summer was crazy I I swear I would log on to Twitter every day and I would see pictures of them (laughs) um the last set of pictures I saw of them happened uh maybe like a month ago now and they were in New Orleans and they were on this balcony together oh you had a ring on her finger so I'm like oh my god I don't know did they get engaged it's crazy how not fast. I don't know Right? Like, it's crazy how fast celebrities, though, can get engaged. <laughs> like, what? But it's all, it's even crazier in quarantine and this year because yeah. stuff that happened in February, March, you're like, oh my God, that just happened yesterday. Like, how are they already engaged? But, like, realistically, it's been like nine it's or true. 10 months. <gasps> which that is, still, is true. It's still very short, a short amount of time. Um, But, yeah, like, I, you don't realize how many months have gone past. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. I was literally thinking, like, that's true about like um babies too like with celebrities that were announced they announced they were pregnant in like february or march and now their kid is already like a month old and you're like a baby was born in the time that like we've been in this like that's crazy world okay next (laughs) this video is like my villain origin story like i'm gonna go psycho (laughs) because and i'm gonna blame it on this video um (laughs) So at the start of the pandemic in March, Gal Gadot, I always thought her name was Gal Gadot, but apparently you pronounce it Gal Gadot, which is interesting. Oh, very interesting. She gathered up a bunch of celebrities in hopes to inspire people during this difficult time. And she thought it would be a good idea to release a video of all of these people, like clips <laughs> of them covering John Lennon's Imagine, which is just. I remember this. Doesn't sound like a good idea to me off the bat, but okay. Gal Gadot wanted to go through with it, posted it, and literally was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's just like... Secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> exactly. I, I definitely watched like only the first 15 seconds of it because there's no way I could get through the rest. Like, Yeah, I don't think I watched cringe. the whole thing either. I was like, oh, no. And the fact that, like, the, the celebrities she got, some of them I hate, some of them I actually love. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is so tough on my relationships with yeah. celebrities. I'm like, how can I like you after you did this? But it's such a weird group of celebrities, though. It is. It is. Like, weird. Some <laughs> of them know. were Kristen Wiig, Jamie Dornan, Sarah my Silverman, Jamie, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Amy Adams, Zoe Kravitz, Sia, Will Ferrell, Labyrinth, Mark Ruffalo, and Natalie Portman. And I'm just like why this video if you've seen it like it's just like a little bit tone deaf I think like (laughs) these celebrities I know they're like I know their intention oh I don't know their intentions are probably to be pure and good but like when it's just didn't work out it's like no like no one thought this through like there are people Gal Gadot there are people dying like imagine video like like what are we supposed to do we just watch that and we're still like stuck in our houses and like exactly it didn't really do anything it was kind of unnecessary but did it inspire one person I don't think so so it's kind of a flop and it just became like a huge meme on Twitter (laughs) at the time which was fun like that was probably the best like the best thing to come out of it was like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um never do this again I feel like I honestly feel like this year has taught me or like showed me the importance of like not idolizing celebrities as I've always had yeah you know me I get that Mm -hmm. I'm still obviously gonna have this podcast and talk about celebrities all the time (laughs) but that's a difference than like 
what I used like I used to idolize people and like think they can like I just thought they were like greater than God but now I'm like this year has shown me that like when everyone was in the same situation you know like yeah celebrities were also at home and just like I don't know it exposed a lot of people for me because then I saw people going on vacations (laughs) and stuff and I'm like okay I cannot be idolizing somebody that's like vacationing during a pandemic exactly while they're like on their social media preaching to everybody about staying home and not doing anything and being Mm -hmm. safe and then they go and do that so anyways that's probably a good thing to come out of this year I probably needed to learn that um earlier on in life and not (laughs) now but yeah that was a conspiracy theory I heard too that this pandemic had exposed a lot of people even like through documentaries um I can't remember which specifically but a lot of people were saying like obviously it's probably not true that the sole purpose of this pandemic is to like expose different people but you did like you said you got to see like celebrities like true intentions and um Mm -hmm. their true intentions and beliefs I guess came to life yeah um, which was really interesting I guess one example was the Jeffrey Epstein documentary and you see like a ton of celebrities got like exposed through that so that was crazy I didn't add that on this list either but we should mention that that happened this year too the Jeffrey Epstein documentary okay going into April First up, April saw the beginning of at-home concert events. So lots of stuff on TV when we were like really in lockdown and literally could not leave the house. There were televised concert events and it would just be a bunch of your favorite artists coming together and everyone would sing a song from their own house or Mm -hmm. their own studio, whatever. That was cool. It was cool. And then it made me sad because I was just like I miss like real concerts so bad it's crazy like and we were like concert fanatics too so yeah that's what I'm saying like it sucks to like be us who who put so much like or like um depend on concerts so much for like excitement and like to have that stripped away from like all entertainment stuff stripped away from us it's It's hard I can't I dream about the moment I can walk into a concert next time like the next time and just it's gonna feel so weird do you ever think about that like it's gonna be so weird to go into a concert with thousands of people and you're just gonna gonna be be so different like I had tickets for Lady Gaga um yeah this year obviously didn't happen it got pushed to next year but like who even knows what next year is gonna be like I know the last concert I went to was with you we went to the Jonas Brothers Mm -hmm. I'm like that was such a good concert but I literally miss concerts so much oh me too so again like their intentions with the televised concerts because at least we got to see some Mm -hmm. people and hear some stuff but ultimately made me sad and like yeah can't wait for concerts again hopefully hopefully this year in 2021 we can only hope let's hope okay next up in April um a Netflix and ESPN sports documentary miniseries was released it's called The Last Dance and it focused on Michael Jordan and particularly his final season playing with the Chicago Bulls in 1997 I binged this one day um yeah I've been I think I yeah I think I did too it was really good it was so good like I I like basketball. I like watching basketball, but I'm not Mm -hmm. like, obviously I'm not a crazy like (laughs) sports fanatic. Like I know everything and like the history and everything. So it was exciting for me to see this stuff. Like this obviously happened before we were born. So yeah, 
And I was watching my family members who obviously got to live through this, like, moment and mm-hmm. watch this stuff, like, and hearing their stories about Michael Jordan and, like, this team during that year and, like, the decade before that. It was so cool to hear stuff about people who actually got to experience it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and it featured a lot of exclusive footage from, like, a film crew had an all-access pass to the Chicago Bulls that season. So, everything was filmed and I was just like in awe and obsessed Mm -hmm. with like the archival footage of that archival footage yeah I'm such a like sucker for like old footage (laughs) and I don't know obviously like you and I we talked about this like we have so much like 90s nostalgia even though we were born in literally the last month of the 90s I know like the last month of the that decade we were born in which I'm always thankful for but like (laughs) it sucks that we weren't born like I wish I was a teenager in the 90s you know because literally especially for you and I we love so much like we love so many moments and so so much of that culture in the 90s that like how exciting would it be to like be a teenager during that time you know like we literally always say that like if we could go back like take a time machine back be like teenagers in the 90s that would literally be so fun I just feel like stuff was so like it was like easier I guess in a way like there wasn't yeah. a lot of like social media like whatever I'm gonna sound like a mom but I <laughs> um I feel like that was so cool especially like watching like a ton of like old shows and seeing how like different life was and like the trends and like fashion like I just love it all like oh love it I love it too it's like oh it makes me sad but like I hate sounding like one of these people that were like I I feel like I was I was born in the wrong generation you know and I feel like every generation has their own Mm -hmm. like no one really I don't know I feel like no one really likes it's probably just us it's probably just (laughs) us but like I feel like no one really fully loves the generation that they were born in like they always want to be a part of a different generation generation but I do like people who were teenagers in the 90s or like young adults in the 90s or kids in the 90s like loved like I don't think that they would switch for any other decade yeah exactly that decade again like you said the fashion the music the movies just like the culture the celebrity the celebrity culture is so different than today like today we have tiktok like tiktok kids Mm -hmm. more famous than some celebrities i know of like Mm -hmm. you know they have like millions of more followers than some people like that i follow and it's just crazy but yeah it's definitely the social media aspect is the biggest part of that like Mm -hmm. again watching we we both binge dawson's creek (laughs) this year the best show ever time and like just to see obviously it's a tv show so things are gonna be Mm -hmm. not the most realistic but it gives you a good look into seeing how life and like interactions were without the yeah like the threat or like the presence of social media like it's so cool dawson's creek i was watching an interview of joshua jackson shout out fave our favorite Um, (laughs) um he was talking on i think it was james corden show and um he was saying how like yeah the shows like become like super popular especially now and like over the last like few years going back and he he's older now obviously uh yeah. Dr. Jackson Pacey um he's older now but he was saying that his friends kids watch the show and I guess they don't understand why yeah. like there's no like social media like why life was like so different and I just love how life was like portrayed like in Dawson's Creek like 
I don't know I just love that and I guess mm-hmm. like we're older so like we understand that like times are different but it's yeah for how, like, sure younger kids who would like we were we also grew up I guess yeah like, we were uh, we weren't too far off like we yeah. were we were born in 1999 mm-hmm. so we and like I feel like a lot of especially like my younger cousins like they're like technology is like their life when like I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is like when we were younger we didn't have I guess as much of like the technology we have now like yeah. you know what I mean but yeah we didn't have it like right away like we still had a mm-hmm. childhood of yeah no kind of devices but kids mm-hmm. born now and like younger cousins younger family members they were born like right into it you know like yeah. we at least have some part of our life that I can remember without technology exactly but kids born now it's you're born and you get like an ipad or you get a phone at like literally six years old I'm that's insane oh. I did not have a phone until I was in grade eight and which is which is still like late because I remember some people were getting phones in like grade six grade seven I was not allowed to have a phone until grade eight and at that time it wasn't even it was like a phone that I could only make calls on like I couldn't (laughs) do anything else I could not text with it I couldn't do anything like it was solely for emergency purposes when I went out by myself you know (laughs) but yeah like I miss I don't know. I my dream year to be born. I always think about this stupid. I always wish I was born in like 1980, I think, because right? because then I would be 10 in 1990 years. and my teenage years would all be in the 90s and that would be so Exactly. Nice. Oh, that would be amazing. I don't know. Yeah. So again, sounds stupid. People who are like, I wish I was born in this. I was born. I was meant to be born in a different generation. But you know what? I truly I believe. We I truly <laughs> believe we were meant to be. Like, I think so. Nineties movies, TV shows, like everything are like best. There's just like a different vibe. Like, coolest, there is. Um, cruel intentions. I watched. Um, I watched so many. I can't even think of them right now. But too many. It's so good. And I, I think the show, like The Last Dance, getting back to what we were talking about originally, oh. um it did bring back like a lot of 90s nostalgia and Mm -hmm. I feel like every year there are those certain 90s trends that come back especially recently but Mm -hmm. I feel like this year in particular I think it has to do with because of the pandemic and because we're not getting a whole lot of content like pop culture content that we would use to like shape our culture this year you know mm-hmm. we keep going back to like old stuff and keep re-watching old things and listening to old yeah. music because we're not getting a lot of new things no exactly so the 90s nostalgia has been really real this year and I also think that TikTok has a huge a huge deal and like influence in this I um, think so because especially clothes, I don't know if that's just the part of TikTok that my algorithm is on, but like, oh my God, no, I, see I get so many outfit kind of videos and mm-hmm. everyone's going back to like 90s style, which I am obsessed with. Like, if you see Same. me dressing like I'm in the 90s for the next three years, <laughs> like I will, I am going to, like, I love it. And yeah. Amazing. Okay. Quickly. We're not going to talk about these people for too long because... <laughs> I could care less, but Elon Musk and Grimes had an, (laughs) I wrote on this document, had an alien baby, which is probably really mean. Um, They named it. I can't get over it. Okay. So apparently this is how it's spelt out and then I'll pronounce it the way you're apparently supposed to pronounce it. They named their child allegedly. I don't know. There was some problem with like California's like laws that they weren't allowed to have like the dash or like 
oh my God. numbers or something in a name. So I don't know what his real name is, but they said it was X A E A 12. And apparently you pronounce that as X Ash A 12. X Ash A 12. X Ash A 12. I was literally before reading the document and I was like, is there a specific way I'm supposed to say that? Like, yeah, like do we say it like really fast? X-A- yeah, right. X Ash A 12. X Ash A 12. Like, that's so weird. 12 come down for dinner like i can't <laughs> we're like eh, like what is her nickname like x i guess like she can have any of those nicknames. it's a boy oh my god it's a boy <laughs> he oops like i don't know why i thought a girl and I, I heard you say boy too and i oh my god i'm stupid but i don't know why we would ex- like i don't think we should have expected anything else from elon musk and grimes that's true like look at who the parents are yeah you did not tell me that they were gonna name their son like george or like michael <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not happening it's elon musk who's like i feel like it suits them though like seeing that that's the name of their son like it's crazy okay moving on this one's gonna be exciting uh, this one's exciting in april we got the release of one of the best series of the year and it's called Normal People. It's an the adaptation best. of Sally Rooney's book, Normal People. Uh, if you have not watched this yet, and I know most of my friends have not seen Normal People yet, <laughs> this is a direct call out. Like, I don't know. No, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like, it is it's amazing. Know. It's so good. The episodes are only like 22 minutes each. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of how many are there. I think there's 12 yeah i think and it's just such yeah, an cool. easy watch i binged it in one day of course obviously mm-hmm, same <laughs> it is so good and i know you read the book oh my god yeah okay i remember i was with you actually you we were at indigo and you had told me about the show and you said it was based on a book so i'm like i'm that nerd that like literally needs to read the book before watching any movie or show so i did that and I finished the book in like literally I think one night and then I watched the show the next day and it's literally the best like nothing changes it literally follows every single like event in the book and the characters that they chose the actors that they chose to play the characters amazing such a good show I got I got my one friend hooked on it and she loves it um so good it's so good it's amazing and like I don't read, so I didn't read the book, even oh, though I've become excited. a bookworm. I know. <laughs> I really need to read. Maybe 2021 will be my year. Yes. <laughs> um, but I did hear from everybody that people who have read the books, um, like they said the ad- the adaptation, like into the show is just perfect. Like they it was were like perfect. They were going off about how like everything about it, like the tone and like the mood of the book you know they were were scared like people who read the book before the show came out they were scared for it to become a tv series because they were like it's so like the book is so like the characters are so vulnerable and just exactly emotional and they were scared of how it was going to translate into a tv Hmm. show but right away when this came out I think I watched it as soon as it came out because I was waiting Mm. for it I remember I saw the trailer early on so I was waiting to see it and then people right away were like this perfectly encapsulates like the book and all yeah. written text you know which is good like, like thank god mm-hmm. like even after I had read the book I was like wow like every time I tell someone about this like it's such a like realistic and like real 
like story about like a young girl and like a young boy and like relationships and like yeah um different like totally different like aspects and like topics and it's just so real and realistic that even when I was reading it I'm like hmm, I'm like I hope they don't like mess this up in the show like mm-hmm. the book was like so good and like like you said the characters were so vulnerable but then watching the show I was like oh my god I'm like they did such a fantastic job like even down to like what characters like what they were saying like in the book and like yeah. the mood the tone like scenarios like you read the book like that's the show is literally what you get in your mind like visualized like it's crazy amazing it was so nice amazing. to see a show first of all take such like a realistic approach to again like exactly a love between two people like I can't remember the last time I saw a movie or a show that like depicted it as realistic right? as that situation would turn out you know mm-hmm. And the second thing is that it had, it was set in Ireland, obviously. So, like, it was nice to have a show that wasn't American and didn't have American, like, an American culture and, like, stereotypes behind it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it was a fresh thing. Like, I like seeing something that came out of a different country, you know? No, exactly. It was so Um, good. It also introduced the two main actors are Paul Mescal and Daisy Edgar-Jones, and they're both amazing in it. And Paul mm-hmm. Mescal was nominated for an Emmy for it, as he should. Yeah. He was incredible. Amazing. Um, and I just had to mention that because I think you should all keep them on your radar because I think they're going to be stars. Like, I know. Paul Mescal has already, like, risen to a new mm-hmm. level. And Daisy Edgar-Jones deserves the same. Like, I don't think she's getting enough. I think he's getting more attention and recognition. Yeah. But I think she deserves it just the same. Mm-hmm. I think she is going to be in a huge movie with like a bunch of. I read that somewhere. Yeah, a bunch of celebrities. Article, yeah, well, that's exciting. But I think I'm happy. I I always love content where there's like a new actress, a new actor that you don't know mm-hmm. of. Like it's not somebody that you always see. It's like these young, fresh faces, and like it's exciting. And you get to go along their journey with them. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like you knew them from the get go. So watch normal people right now if you haven't. Like, ASAP. you're missing out. You honestly are missing out. I wouldn't be like, you should watch this. You should watch this. If I just thought, okay, I loved it. So you should love it too. Mm-hmm. But like, you really will love it. So you should watch it. The list right now is um, Parasite, Dawson's Creek, normal people. Guys, go. Yes. <laughs> Listen to us and you will never be failed. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next little story. Um of April we're still in April Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne broke up apparently they dated for two years I didn't think it was that long but oh yeah I know okay that's shocking I thought it was shorter but I guess eh, the only like memorable moment of their relationship that I can vividly remember is (laughs) when there was pictures paparazzi pictures of them carrying this huge box together into like their house (laughs) and it was like a box that had like a sex swing or something in it like yeah. or something oh crazy <laughs> no, I like, remember that. that kind of went viral and that was really funny but yeah they broke up uh, I think Ashley Benson right now is with G-Eazy so what that's interesting saying? um another couple that broke up I don't know if they broke up in this month of April because they were last seen together at the end of 2019 so it mm. probably happened sooner than that but it was officially like confirmed in April timothy chalamet my favorite yes french new york boy <laughs> and Lizzie rose depp they broke up um 
This actually makes me kind of sad because I actually really like them together. I like them. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but like they feel like they were they were good together, you know? Yeah. They're both French. Like hmm. he has French background, it she has works. French background. She's Johnny Depp's daughter like mm-hmm. I just I don't know. They seem they're cute. <laughs> yeah, they seem cute. I'm upset, but it's whatever. <laughs> Alexa, you know what they say. April showers bring May flowers. Yes. Um, we're into May. I only have a one story for May. I guess it was Not a small month. Yeah, we're oh. going to go off on this one. <laughs> Another breakup. We have Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse. They dated for two years. I honestly thought they were dating for more than two years. I know. I felt so much longer than two years. And apparently they separated in January, but like, then there's always rumors about them breaking yeah. up, uh, so you didn't really know what was happening. But then they permanently permanently split in March, and then the reports, like official stuff, came out in May. So mm-hmm. that's what happened in May. Um, Cole Sprouse, first of all, I don't really have like any like he's not on my mind. Like, yeah, I don't really have any opinions on him. He's just yeah. like Zach and Cody. That's all I can think of. <laughs> So don't really care for him, but Lily Reinhardt, yeah, we both no. are not fans of Lily Reinhardt. No. And I hate to be I mean, know. you know, like, I don't want to be rude about it, but like, she just, she's, she's another person that I feel like if I knew her in real life, like, we would just not be friends. Like, yeah, the vibe would seems, just not be there. I'm so sorry, Lily, but she just seems annoying. Sorry, and like, girl. the one thing I, don't I know. like about her is that she, I can remember her like always posting on social media about how she's getting yeah and getting backlash and getting criticism and that like she's gonna she always posts like going on a instagram like hiatus i know like off instagram because of this blah, blah blah and then literally two days later she'll be back and i'm just like okay i know and, and like, she like constantly her- complains about it i'm like yeah do you expect it to change like i don't know i just every time i'm on twitter and like i see her tweet i'm like hey and i follow you why <laughs> like, yeah i don't know like she just bothers me and like the show that they're both on bothers me just as much oh no riverdale like, yeah like the fact that i'm sorry netflix but you cancel a ton of great shows but keep this one going for five thousand years like i don't know i just it could have ended a long time ago i like do people still watch riverdale like i'll be honest i watch it but only to see how stupid it is because it's like entered like stupid entertainment and i'm just like okay like let's see what's happening i think i like i watched the first season and like i can't and it's made yeah, by the it's same just people. Stupid. i think it's made by the same people who made sabrina yeah and they canceled that i heard that there was gonna be um if they hadn't canceled so the chilling adventures of sabrina in season five there would have been a riverdale uh sabrina crossover yeah crossover mm-hmm. but no they decided to keep freaking riverdale if and, you're looking for a show like that to watch like the chilling adventures of sabrina is so much better than riverdale like it's, it's an so actual good better. show like it is and good guys the final season sadly comes out tomorrow yeah um part four i cry it sucks that but, it's ending, but I know it was, it was good so while it lasted, good. so it's it's okay. There were rumors that HBO was gonna take over. A dream, um, a dream. I know, because like the show's already like everyone like when I read like people's reviews, they say it's like dark, and I see how it is dark compared to like the old um '90s like sitcom, Sabrina, yeah, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. 
So it is dark like, in that aspect, but I feel like HBO can put like a completely different spin on it and oh my God. make it even better than what it already is. Like, we can't even talk about that because like it gets me so excited, but I know. it probably won't happen. So like I'm I know that. Okay, on to June. June, one major thing happened in June, um, mm-hmm. as it should. Like I'm glad nothing else really happened in June because all the attention yeah. should have been on this. But the Black Lives Matter movement had taken over the month of June um, in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. Um, mm-hmm. There was lots of protests, like pretty much every night, I feel like. I think mm-hmm. there was protests every night. Um, lots of attention brought towards this issue, again, mm-hmm. as it should. And most of the celebrities this month were either disappointing us because they weren't talking yeah. about it. <laughs> Or they were showing their support online and in person at protests around the world. Going into July, July we got Hamilton at home. So the 2015 Broadway phenomenon Hamilton was filmed as like a movie and it was released on Disney Plus in July. Um, I just remember back in 2015, like Hamilton being huge. Like people could not get tickets to it. Tickets were like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like everyone wanted to see Hamilton. Um, I but wanted yeah. to see Hamilton, but again, tickets were, like, so expensive. You could not get like, them at all. Yeah. I think it actually just came to Toronto right before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get tickets, yeah. and then we got screwed I think um, a couple of my cousins actually had tickets. Um, yeah, and the pandemic happened, so, That's like... <laughs> oh. Okay, major part of July, Taylor Swift announced that she would be dropping an album titled Folklore. The very yes. night that she announced it, she usually doesn't. Obviously, like most people, don't release two albums like under one year. And she had just yeah. come out with her album Lover, August of 2019. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's less than a year of that. that crazy. Out. She came out with folklore and she recorded the whole album in isolation during quarantine. I which love I think that. It's really cool, like the way yeah. that she like retreated into like such a mm-hmm. cottage core like vibe and like play mm-hmm. I and- found like a lot of celebrities did that too even like I think Sean Mendes wrote his album in isolation mm-hmm. too and I oh my god like I just love that like that's such a cool like concept yeah it's such, an, it's such an opportunity to like mm-hmm. take the time to like self-reflect and like yeah reflect on everything I guess um this album re- received universal acclaim and it was considered to be one of the best albums of the year. It was mm-hmm. my favorite album of the year. I just, again, I'm a sucker for her music and she's such like a storyteller in her songs. Yeah. And I love that. Like every song has its own story and then some of the songs connect, the stories mm-hmm. connect. I love I it. Love it. And so, yeah, that was a huge surprise. Um, no one was expecting that. It was so like sudden too. Everyone was like, oh my God, Taylor Swift released an album and again like same with me like I'm not a huge fan of hers but it was honestly amazing like one of my favorite albums of hers Mm -hmm. surprise albums are always like such a gift it's such a gift (laughs) you know okay next up Beyonce's Black is King Beyonce released a visual album slash musical film which is the companion to her album Mm -hmm. from last year's Lion King movie that she was in and it was released on Disney plus it was so visually pretty. Like, I watch this. I love all the music. Like, obviously, it's Beyonce. Um, yeah, it re- received universal acclaim also. 
and it's nominated for a couple of Grammys coming up. Mm -hmm. And I think Blue Ivy, her daughter, she's in it. Yeah. And they, like, added her to the credits for, like, the Grammy (laughs) nomination. So, like, Blue Ivy can win a Grammy this year. Like, Like, that's so cute. I saw that and I was like, aw. She's a queen. I feel like ever since, like, the day she was born, like, she's just been, like, a superstar. And she's, how old is she? I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong number. Me either. I have no idea. (laughs) I actually have no clue how old she is. But, yeah, exciting. I'm rooting for Blue Ivy at the Grammys. (laughs) Next up, we got some breakup news and some new couple news in the month of July. First up, Army Hammer and Elizabeth Chambers um, split. They got divorced after being married for 10 years. That's Um, crazy. You probably don't really know his wife, but you may know Army Hammer from... He's in the social network. He plays the two Mm -hmm. twins. He plays both of them in the social network. (laughs) And you probably most know him from Call Me By Your Name. Yes. He starred opposite of Timothy Chalamet. Um, Yeah, they broke up. This story, there's so many, like, different avenues into the story. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, I remember before, before they got divorced, there was people talking about how the Instagram accounts that Army Hammer follows were, like, really sketch and, like, caused some concern. Um, he was following some inappropriate accounts. And people were like, okay. And they had two kids. They have two little kids together. Mm-hmm. And they were actually quarantining in the Grand Cayman Islands or whatever, like, oh. as rich people do. <laughs> and, like, I don't know, the like, quarantine really got the couples, like couples did not survive this year at all like like I think it I feel like celebrities these celebrity couples especially when it's both celebrity like mm-hmm. both partners are celebrities and they're together in normal years like they're both busy with their own exactly kind of work and kind of lives and so this year when everything was stripped away <laughs> and they actually had to like spend time together like locked in their house it was like a real, a real wake-up call. And people were like, yeah, yeah we should not be married. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Army Hammer is also in the newish movie, Rebecca. Oh Worst movie ever. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so what are your bad. thoughts on that movie? Like, the trailer looked so good. And it's based off a book. I didn't read the book. But I was like, okay, like, you know, like, it should be interesting. Like, the trailer looks really good. And the main um, actress... Oh my god, what's her name? Lily. Lily James. Yes, Lily James. Loved her. Loved her and Mia. She's amazing. But honestly, this movie was just not it. Like, I was on my phone half the time during the movie, and the movie was just so stupid. <laughs> like, I don't know. So bad. So like, the bad. trailer like led me on. <laughs> really did. <laughs> okay, I mentioned Rebecca and you mentioned Lily James, and this is important because I'm gonna go into another sub story about this. Okay. So this also I don't know if this contributes oh, to... Yeah, you I know what I'm going to get to. I know what you're going to talk about now. Oh, but wait. I'm going to tell you how it connects to this okay, yeah. Hammer story. So, <laughs> also, this is not on the list, and I probably should have put it because it's a key moment of 2020, in, personally. Um, but <laughs> Lily James, you may know her from Baby Driver or Mamma Mia 2 or... What else is she in? She's in a, Cinderella. Yeah. She's in a lot yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she was... Well, I'm not going to say only she, but her and Dominic West, they were filming a movie together this year. And Mm -hmm. then they were 
caught in Rome via paparazzi pictures um, of them with some PDA going on. Yes, I remember when those released. And this was kind of groundbreaking because if you know Dominic West, which I'm sure you don't, like, unless you watch The Affair, but we didn't watch this until after the story, so you might not know who he is. Um, he has he has a wife, and they've been married for, like, I want to say 20 years. I want to say 20 years. It might be yeah. 10 years. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But they were married for a long time, and they, like, as of public knowledge, they were still married. So people were like, um, why hell? is Lily James and Dominic West like making out in Rome? Yeah. <laughs> like what? So that was a whole drama. And then the next day, or no, like Dominic West's wife came out with like a statement saying like, That's so weird. Then people, were, like, people were like wondering like, okay, maybe they're in an open marriage. Like you don't True. know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they got separated and it, like, they're separated but not divorced and it's not like public knowledge you know Mm -hmm. so we gave him the benefit of the doubt and we're like okay maybe it's just one of those situations and he's not with his wife anymore but no the wife came out with a statement saying that they were still married and she was shocked and heartbroken about these (laughs) pictures so the next day he flies he flies home (laughs) right away he flew home to England, like his family, he, they have kids and everything, flew home to their house in England and called, I guess this was a publicity thing. I don't know who his Probably. PR people are, but they are not, not very good. good. <laughs> they got like a bunch of paparazzi to come to their house. And then him and his wife came outside the front door of their house and there was just pictures of them too. Like it was so weird. Like, it was so weird. It looks so staged. Too, like, like clearly, sta- yeah, it's clearly staged. Like no one, like paparazzi are just not in the middle of like far yeah. in England. Like you know, but they walked out and they had a piece of paper that they, I think they read it and then they mm-hmm. gave it to the paparazzi or something. And it was a handwritten note from both of them, like just stating, "You got to go look up the real note because the way they worded it too is just hilarious." <laughs> But they said something basically like, we are very, we are still very much in love and married and happy. Like we would like, would like privacy at this time or whatever. And then they just like handed it off to the paparazzi. (laughs) Like it was the weirdest thing ever. Like the paparazzi pictures of the note are so funny. Like it's just bizarre. Anyways, this connects our hammer because there were rumors that I saw that when they were filming Rebecca, he wanted to get together with Lily James oh and i don't know if she was vibing with it like i don't know if they did anything but yeah apparently he is a cheater and apparently this like there's multiple scenarios cheating scenarios with him so like not surprised that they got divorced and when he spoke to like a magazine or something after the news of their divorce and he was like yeah we quarantined in the grand cayman islands and it's just like it was the worst place to be during this pandemic like it felt like I was going crazy there. Like, what? Like, I'm sure the Grand Cayman Islands yeah, are like, the worst on. place to be. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, anyways, literally. yeah, they broke I up. I think I think Elizabeth Chambers, his ex-wife, and the two kids are still in the Grand Cayman Islands. Like, I don't oh, think shoot. they ever came home. And he has now been, like, seeing multiple other women. So, yeah, I always wonder, yeah. like, if the kids are, like, older, like, how, like, all these scandals, like, involving, like, their parents, like, it's crazy. how it affects them, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, like imagine going on Instagram know. and seeing, like, your dad with some, <laughs> yeah, like, like, what? Some girl that's, like, 10 years younger than him. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyways, um, another breakup this month was Casey Musgraves and her husband, oh. Rustin Kelly, which is sad. 
I know. They got divorced. They were married. And, like, we were at the concert, and she was talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, a year... When did we go? A year ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, Two new couple alerts this month. Tiffany Haddish and Common, which is, like, such a strange couple to me, but, like... I know, right? I'm here for it. Like, it's, it's like, a great couple. <laughs> Happy for them. Also, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, which is... Yes. Crazy, but also, like, I feel like they were meant to be. Right? <laughs> like, crazy, but, again, here for it. Yeah. Okay, ending off July with more tragic celebrity death news. Um, so sad. Naya Rivera tragically died in July um, due to accidental drowning. Her and her four-year-old son rented a boat for the day and were on mm-hmm. this lake in California. And I don't know exactly what happened. I don't even know if anyone, if, like, we got the, like, main there were- or like, what happened. There were like so many like conspiracies at first but yeah. I think what they were saying was that so basically the beach that they had gone to or whatever wherever they had gone to the waves and like the water current there is like so dangerous mm-hmm. and and like it was pretty I think it was pretty windy that day from what I remember because I remember I was like so upset when I heard this like I know. first to know that like Corey Monteith from Glee and mm-hmm. Finn and then um puck what's his real name i don't know mark salling yeah um he committed suicide and then now hearing this like it's crazy like i feel like i'm gonna i'm talking like i know her but like she was loved by like so many like and you can even tell like even after her passing like on twitter instagram but yeah um the waves were really bad like the current was like terrible that day and i guess i don't know yeah i don't know how they they ended up yeah, I guess they ended up yeah. in the water and she saved her son and put him back on the boat and then mm. she drowned. And this whole story was just like seeing the video, then they released that video when they were searching mm. for her. Um, The video of her and her son like pulling into the yeah. parking lot and getting out and going and it's just like to see it like it's just creepy to me like I don't like I it. Know. And it was so upsetting like all the videos after of like the family and like her ex-husband like yeah. going to going to where like the accident occurred and then yeah to search the, for her and stuff yeah and then, like, the glee cast like also being there for her like it was all so like it's so sad I think I literally cried like yeah it's so upsetting and like I've seen so many things like this would be so weird like on TikTok like I feel like TikTok brings up like conspiracies that like no one would like ever think of but there's so many videos of like people who are quote-unquote talk to ghosts yeah <laughs> um how they like talk to like Naya Rivera and like what actually happened and that stuff just like creeps me out but yeah it's so weird (laughs) one of my favorite um songs off of Taylor Swift's folklore we are into August okay main things of August we got WAP by Cardi B and (laughs) Megan Thee Stallion the song that literally took over the entire universe (laughs) took over there's always like a couple songs that like define a year and like this is definitely this year's yeah um yeah it's one of the most popular songs of the year again became like a cultural phenomenon (laughs) and it is all over tiktok still is tiktok the dances everything there's like five thousand dances i swear just for this one which like i'm actually not sick of this song yet I know, right? I actually can't listen to it, and I, like, don't hate it, so that's good. I literally walk around the house, and I'm, like, I'm singing in my head. I'm, like, hey, bye. (laughs) It's so catchy. So catchy. It really is. Okay, um, again, tragic, tragic news, um, in August, 
Chadwick Boseman passed away. Um, so sad. His family released a statement um, on social media stating that he had secretly been battling colon cancer since 2016 and he had passed, sadly passed away. Um, this is just, this again, like you obviously, I remember where I was when this happened. Mm-hmm. I got, I actually didn't find this out myself either, which is crazy because like oh I'm God. really slacking. I usually always find this stuff out first. It was my friend Laura, I think. She messaged us in our group chat and she was like, mm-hmm. I think she said something like that actor or something like died. And I'm like, what? I'm like, who? Like, you can't just say like that actor died. I'm like, what? Or she said like, or she said the Black Panther act. Yeah, she said the Black Panther actor. And my mind immediately did not think of Chadwick Boseman because I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I was, I was like trying to think of like, was there any like older people in Black Panther that like passed away? And then I went on Twitter and I saw this and mm. I was in a state of shock. I'm not kidding. Like I was crying. I was literally crying. It was so no, it's sad. so sad. I think I found out from Twitter and like I was like, no, I'm like, come on. And then like I kept seeing all the tweets and I'm like, you're kidding. And like just listening to like, I don't know, like the story, like, oh my God. I don't know. It's so tragic. It's so and sad. I was shocked when I read the statement that he had been battling cancer since mm-hmm. 2016. That's yeah. insane because this was secret. Nobody knew about this. Um and like, it means that yeah. he was fighting cancer all throughout filming the Black yeah. Panther movie, the Avengers movies, all of his mm-hmm. movies that he's done that I've seen and everything. Like, I was just thinking about that, like, just to know or, like, yeah. look at him at, like, different moments over the last four years. And just to know that, like, that was happening behind closed doors and, like, nobody knew. It's, that's just, like, it was a real, like, uh, like so reality sad. check, I guess, because mm-hmm. I was like... You never know what people so are going true. through. That is the truest thing. Like, like being a celebrity or even, like, being, like, a normal person. Like, celebrities, they go through a ton of stuff. I guess it has, I'm so just shocked, like, the since 2016, like, no one I knew, know. like, at all. Like, this was kept so secret. Like, and you'd think that, like, usually, like, when celebrities are sick or something, you'd hear about it. But yeah, this was, like, so shocking. I'm surprised nothing was, like, leaked or, like, that would be unfortunate if you wanted to keep it secret and, like it were to leak that would be I would be sad too but like yeah just for things like even celebrities you think a lot of things that are public information and everything but there's still always that stuff that's completely private and you have no idea like who would have thought this obviously you don't expect death and like stuff to happen but like or you do I guess because it's inevitable but like no one woke up that morning thinking like something like that would happen like that was just shocking I can't believe it still it's back to school time it's September no I'm just kidding it's back to (laughs) (laughs) your moments in September this is all we remember from September not school at all first off the Emmys happened which was the first um first like tv award mm-hmm. show like not mu- music award shows were happening throughout the pandemic but the emmys were the first yeah like film tv um award show to happen mm-hmm. and people were like wondering how it was gonna be and it ended up being like a zoom emmys like Ooh, everyone, cool. everyone's Ooh, faces i think they did a pretty good job yeah like, they did a really good job despite the circumstances like mm-hmm. and not having not being able to have people in an actual mm-hmm. room i think they did a good job um highlights from this show this show was pretty fun like I liked all the outcomes I think mm, I same. Happy with it. 
Yeah. Uh, first off, Shit's Creek finally got the recognition it deserves. Yes. They literally swept the award show. Like, I talk about sweeps all the time, and I'm like, if somebody wins a couple awards, I'm like, yeah, it was a sweep. <laughs> this was the definition of a sweep. They won. No, it really was. They won all seven comedy categories. Like, no other show won, a co- won in the comedy category. Like, that's insane. And it literally, like, it sucks to say this, but after... Like, I've always seen it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to watch it. But I guess after finding out they've won all these awards, I'm like, okay, no, I'm like, I actually need to, like, get into it. I literally think I binged that in, like, all six seasons. Or I think the sixth season was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally binged it in, like, a week, a week and a half. Like, I was obsessed. It's literally, I tell everyone, it's, like, a Canadian version of Modern Family. It's so good. I t- we so talked good. about it. It's like amazing. I talked about it in one of the, like, first episodes we did on this podcast because it was around when the Emmys happened. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you still haven't watched it. You're looking for a good show. There you go. Like, And it's so funny. Like, it truly amazing. is. And it, yeah. And it's so exciting to see, like, Canadian stuff get recognized right? and, like, you know. And I love that it's, like, a father-son, like, duo. Like, yeah. um, Eugene and Dan, like, is it? It's Levy, right? Levy, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, literally love them I love that it like they did it together mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. It's, so, it's so nice and like it was in its final like that was awards for the final mm-hmm. season so I'm so glad that they got some sort of I know well, not some sort of they got like huge recognition for it mm-hmm. so happy for them um also at the Emmys another big moment to me yeah. personally and to Zendaya because <laughs> I love Zendaya like I think she's like a queen like mm-hmm. People should be studying how she trans, <laughs> how she transitioned from like Disney kid to like she's on her way to a list star. Like yeah, I don't know, and she's gonna get there soon because she's doing crazy oh, yeah. projects. She made history. Oh no, yeah, she did make history for being the youngest. Mm-hmm. I think the youngest person to win like best actress in a drama yeah. series. This was another thing I was rooting for Zendaya and but like I had my uh yeah (laughs) like I don't know I had my doubts because you know the academy again they just we never get what we want (laughs) they don't like to like reward you and they don't (laughs) like to make you happy so I was like you know what I was like going I went into it being like like telling myself that she wasn't gonna win I was like I would Mm -hmm. love to see Zendaya win I hope she wins but she's not gonna win and that's okay at least she was nominated that's huge Mm -hmm. when they read Zendaya's name on that card you should have heard me in my house like I'm literally getting goosebumps right now (laughs) I was screaming at the top of my lungs like I was so like I had tears in my eyes like it sounds stupid but I was so happy for her like genuinely so so happy and like even her acceptance video like that was so cute like her whole family's there and I was just like oh my god my heart such a good moment and euphoria she deserves it euphoria again yes euphoria amazing you haven't seen euphoria who has not seen euphoria at this point i mean i know i know know some of my friends have not seen it which is we won't talk about that but (laughs) you should it's very good um yeah speaking of zendaya on to our next story she's kind of involved here um this is the month that kaya gerber and jacob alordi started dating uh, which is weird because the last time we saw Jacob Elordi with somebody, it was with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was nothing official ever about them, but yeah. they were rumored to be together. There was pictures of them out in New York together, and they looked like a couple. 
Yeah. But I guess they must have, like, something happened and they broke up at some point because him and Kaya are now official and they're everywhere. Kind of annoying, but Mm. whatever. Honestly, I don't even really like him either. Like, he just bothers me. Me too. I used to like him. in the kissing booth. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he just bothers me. I don't know. Same. More dating news. Another New York City couple. Katie Holmes and I'm going to screw this name up real bad. (laughs) Emilio Vitolo Jr. Katie Holmes was last dating Jamie Foxx for like Mm -hmm. a while. Like a long time. I remember that. Um, And this is her first boyfriend since then. Um, this guy owns a restaurant with his dad in New York City, an mm-hmm. Italian restaurant. We're going to hit it up next time we go. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Um, and there's like, they're another, I feel like they're the newest COVID mm-hmm. couple. Like, I see so many pictures of them. Like, so yeah, much. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. And like, um, the picture he posted for her birthday, like, not too long yeah. ago, was so cute. Oh, my God. So cute. I don't know. I love them. Um, every time I think of Katie Holmes... Well, now I think of Dawson's Creek and, yeah. like, that. But, like, I can't believe, vividly remember her uh, being married to Tom Cruise. I know. She married oh my him God. for a while. And yeah. three crews who, this is so weird. I When I was younger, like, I envied Suri Cruise. Like, I wanted to be her. <laughs> Even though she's, like, I think 10 years younger than me. Like, I was so jealous of her because she was, like, She's like a she's like a character from Gossip Girl, you know? Like she was yeah. raised on like the Upper East Side of New York. Oh, I know. And like her parents are both celebrities. I mean, her dad's kind of a nut job, but like Oh my god, yeah. Sucks. I don't know. Um, I'm just happy that Katie Holmes like divorced him and escaped his cult, uh, Scientology. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Um, that's like the first thing I think of when I think of him like even when I watch his movies like the other day I watched um oh my god Risky Business is that yeah yeah Yeah. and even like watching it I'm like going through my mind I'm like Scientology Scientology you're weird (laughs) so crazy okay again in September we lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg um she's a trailblazer for women's rights and she was a supreme court justice up until now and she passed away I think she passed away from cancer. Um, mm-hmm. It's just sad. And her, she passed away before Donald Trump was taken out of yeah. office. So, like, he was able to elect a new person to replace mm-hmm. her on the court. And he could not have picked anyone worse than he did. So, I know. <laughs> we won't talk about that for long. But yes, yeah. I hope she rests in peace. Because she's an icon and she's a legend. So many icons, like yeah, it's sad. Passed away. It's so sad. Lastly, in September, we got the news that the Kardashians were going to be ending their iconic reality show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. um, with its twentieth season. It was going to be finished, which was like okay. I think it was time to come to an end. I <laughs> loved this show. Like the first couple seasons of it. The first couple seasons are golden. Like it was 2007 to like, I know. 2010. Literally gold. When they were still like, they just have too much power and influence on culture now that like to find it exciting. I don't know. Like, and I like, feel like even we see, though, like, the, yeah, we see so much of them on their on their social media that exactly. like, what is the point of the reality show? Like, it just became horrible. Like, I would try yeah. and watch episodes. I'm like, this is so boring. Like, who wants to see this? No, I know. And, like, but, it just became more annoying, and it was kind of, like, uh, Yeah. Like, uh, I but, like, know. if you want to watch it, like, watch the first couple seasons. Like, they're really good. To see <laughs> them, like, to see them before they hit that level of fame, like, 
It's so good. And Kendall it's and Kylie so were like young. They were like little. Oh my god. Yeah. It was genuinely funny. Um, but then like months later, like now, they just recently announced that they're gonna be doing a new reality show, a new reality family show on Hulu. So Hulu. like I don't know if they just wanted to like escape from E and like maybe they were just done with E. I don't know. <laughs> probably will not watch because it probably won't be different. Like, what are they gonna do? I know, right? <laughs> The start of spooky season, it's October now. It's October 2020, we got, again, one of the best shows to come out this year. It's called The Queen's Gambit. Yes. It's a drama series on Netflix starring Anya Taylor-Joy, and she's a chess prodigy in the Cold War era. Um, it received tons of critical acclaim, as it should. And it was crazy because it broke Netflix records, I think, as the yeah. most-watched series. I think something just came out that, like, has it beaten it now like has beaten that record but mm-hmm. it broke the record from the most watched series and it has been in the netflix top 10 for the last three months like it has not moved yeah that's crazy that is crazy um the show was so good i just have to say anya taylor joy is so underrated i know like, she's she, actually an amazing actor she's actress. in so many movies too and like we just don't appreciate her enough yeah and she's in peaky blinders too right yeah, I did not know this until I saw that she was the cover on the yeah. Netflix thing. And I was like, what? I had no idea she was in Peaky Blinders. But like, mm-hmm. I yeah. just started watching the show last night and I was literally up to like 4.30. I'm like almost done. I have two episodes left. Yes. I'm going to watch that tonight and Parasite. Don't worry. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just, the show is like amazing. Like the sets, like the wardrobe. Like, I just love the fact that it's, um, based on like time like in the 1900s like Mm -hmm. I love that yeah it's amazing the 60s like outfits and the makeup and stuff is so sick like her eyes I don't oh my god I think there's it might be the second last episode or the last episode so I don't know yet she wears like this eyeliner look that is so sick I don't know you might have passed it already but it's so I love her outfits too like they're um like they're so nice and I just like I love, like, the 60s and, like, the way, like, the houses looked and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, everything was. Like, it's cool. It's such a good show. Um, I found, okay, my friend had sent me a screenshot off of Twitter about, like, the show. So, it's, um, The Queen's Gambit has been viewed by 62 million people. The producer, Alan Scott, is on BBC News talking about how it took 30 years with nine rewrites and every studio he showed it to said that no one would be interested in chess. That's Please insane. preserve with that thing you're making. Like, that's insane. And, like, even after, like, I read something somewhere that chess sales, like, on eBay, like, went up, like, 200 um, I was literally teaching myself how to play chess. I downloaded a chess app. <laughs> I literally want to learn. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, and it's this like, game looks so intriguing. The chess, like, they made chess so exciting. And it's not even, yeah. the show is not even all about chess. Like, exactly. that's what you think it's about. And, like, mm-hmm. It's just so, it's good on every level. Like, yeah, it's so much deeper than just the game itself. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. I heard that they were gonna, I heard that the Queen's Gambit, I think, was supposed to be a movie at one point, and mm. Heath Ledger was gonna direct it. Oh, wow. Like, he wanted to direct it, and he was signed on to direct it, and then he ended up passing away in like 2008, oh, yeah. and it never like became a thing until now. So, that's crazy. Okay, oh. also in October, we found out that. Dolly Parton helped fund a COVID vaccine. Yeah, um, that's crazy. She donated like a million dollars. 
I don't know if she donated to Moderna. Moderna? I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Because she didn't even know until, like, we all found out. Yeah. So I don't know if she just donated the money to that, like... Probably. Research thing. And then there ended up, like, they ended up coming up with a COVID vaccine. So I love that. She's an icon again. Like, love her. Dolly Parton. She's the queen. And, yeah, she's going to be saving our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dolly. <laughs> Second last month of the year, only a month ago, um, McDreamy made his return to Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Um, I have not watched all of Grey's Anatomy, and I do not currently watch it, but Alexa does, so Alexa's going to take it away and tell us what this is all about. Okay, I'm getting too excited over here, but I love Grey's Anatomy, like, literally i have rewatched this show too many times especially during quarantine like and there's 17 well we're on the 17th season now but on netflix there was 16 seasons so like that's a lot but it's okay got through it i love that show it's amazing um yeah so mick dreamy came back this season and um for well i guess everyone knows that <laughs> like even if you don't watch the show yeah. like everyone knows like he died back in season 11 or 12 one of one of those um but so he came back uh to Meredith uh this season in a dream and it was a shock to everyone because it was going around that someone old from the show was going to come back but a lot of like myself I never would have thought like Patrick Dempsey would come back just because like I've heard like yeah like like literally say so yeah the drama and like say so many things about the show that like after he left like it's like he had no contact with anyone on the show at all Mm -hmm. but um him and um Ellen Pompeo so Meredith connected during quarantine and did this so they can give I guess the viewers like hope that like you know things are gonna get better like that's what he said in an interview so it was actually it was really yeah it was so cute and everyone was so excited it was so cute I love that they did that I was excited right (laughs) I was excited I don't even watch the show I'm not even caught up I'm still on season four like girl catch up trust all the pictures of him and I'm like oh my god yeah it was amazing um this season is like they did it based off covid Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's cool that like they did that, but I don't know. I just feel like COVID's like all around us. And like, when you watch a show, you don't want to be like yeah. reminded of it. It's a good season, but I mean, I feel like it could be better mm-hmm. minus like the COVID stuff, but that was a plus. That was a bonus. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up, Harry Styles in November yes. made history <laughs> by being the first male to have a solo Vogue cover. It was amazing, like... It was. And this should have just been something that, like... Like, I just woke up one day, I saw this on Vogue's Instagram, Mm. saw the pictures, and loved it. Like, it's Harry Styles um, being super cool, as he always is. Mm -hmm. Should have just been that, but it turned into something huge for no reason. Exactly, no reason at all. It sparked major unnecessary controversy because he wore a dress on the cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, it's 2020? Like, yeah. what? I don't know how this blew up. Well, I do know, because people are still, like, stupid. Mm-hmm. But this kind of started with um, a conservative commentator, Candace Owens, <laughs> who I'm not going to explain who she is, because we don't need <laughs> to know. She was ultimately unhappy with this, and mm-hmm. she said that men should not be wearing dresses, and sh- her big, like, statement was, bring back men. Manly men, which just like, like 
I come can't. on like so unnecessary like it's just like it's crazy to me that there are people like I mean clearly there's there still are but mm-hmm. it's crazy to to think that like there are people out there with this mindset like yeah I know I don't know I, I just I guess because I'm like so like the opposite way I'm just like yeah. how could you even th- like what no exactly like, him like, wearing a dress that? is like the greatest thing ever like it shows that he's not like it like has no toxic masculinity like exactly if you can't it's just stupid and i hate how like girls like will wear quote-unquote men's clothes mm-hmm. all the time and it's not a exactly. big deal all like the time. It, it's clothing it's fabric it's fashion like it's nothing there's no like deeper meaning to this you know it's like so exactly stupid. like you do you like wear whatever you want like if hundreds. guys want to like wear dresses wear skirts let their nails wear earrings like i it nothing bothers me more than when people like criticize people for what other people wear exactly it's like what does that have to do with you literally Mm -hmm. nothing um but harry trolled her like and he the best part was like he didn't even directly like respond to her yeah exactly like don't give her the time of day let her talk like an idiot Mm -hmm. all she wants uh, but, like, a, a few days later, I think, he posted an Instagram picture of him wearing this, like, frilly kind of suit, looking bomb as always. Like, it looks so good. Of course. Good. <laughs> eating a banana, and the caption that he put was, bring back manly men. And I just yes. love that. Like, that's how I you... I love that. That's how you respond, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, Harry Styles is the king. Like... Forever will be. I will not let anyone bully this man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I will protect him like he is my son, okay? Okay, next up in November. This is sad news because this, I feel like a lot of people may not know who they are, but like they're mm-hmm. one of my favorite celebrity couples. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis broke up. They were engaged for seven years. They never, oh. they never officially got married, but they yeah. had two little kids. Um, and they ended their engagement in November, which is sad because so sad. I don't know. They've always been that couple to me that were, like, super cool. And, like, again, Mm -hmm. I always thought that they would be together. But, yeah. Obviously, things didn't work out. But, yeah. um, I saw paparazzi pictures of them recently, like, hugging each other and, like, looking very close. So, I'm glad that, like, they're on good terms. Like, Mm -hmm. I think think they'll always be very friendly. I don't think anything bad happened between them. So, that's good. Yeah, I like that, like, when they can be like friends like for their kids too you know like exactly. it's always good that's always good okay next up some new dating Ooh. news this is so exciting i love this little i know subject. <laughs> uh rihanna and asap rocky are dating so after rumors apparently there was rumors for like a while now yeah longtime friends rihanna and asap rocky um were dating and now it seems official um i actually just saw the other day that there's pictures of them spending christmas together in barbados which is where I she's love from that. like oh i love i love when friend like longtime friends end up i know they're like it's so cute i wish them the best i hope they last like everyone wanted them to be together too like i remember always saying oh my god imagine like rihanna and asap like they yeah and then bam they are and it honestly doesn't feel real i'm like i know oh it feels like we're being played like right <laughs> you just got punked like i we're, we're like so like not used to uh like getting things that we want all right you know <laughs> that we're like shocked this year okay into december the last month of the year we're still in december now when this is being recorded sad um, season <laughs> yes love it december was pretty good it was i, I feel I like it, it i feel like overall it was good vibes mm-hmm 
um first off taylor swift does it again she announced that she was releasing a sister album to folklore only five months after the first one after folklore this one's called evermore two albums in one year that's just i know from her from her too i know shocking like it's insane because she'll go on like hiatus and then yeah won't say anything and then she'll come back with an album but this year she did too like that's amazing i love that literally love that this one also received critical acclaim again like folklore and it truly is a sister album like mm-hmm. I've I've listened to both these albums back to back and I listen yeah. to them all the time and I try to like pick a favorite like at first I think I liked folklore better when Same I with started me. Evermore mm-hmm. but now I listen to Evermore in full like literally once a day I'm not kidding I'll go no, through the whole thing every day and I'm getting to that point or I have gotten to that point where I'm like it's a masterpiece and I can't compare them. Like I actually mm-hmm. now cannot pick a favorite because I don't want to. I think they're both. Yeah. They need to like, to me, it's like one big album, you know, mm-hmm. they all have the same vibes and like, yeah, it's perfect. I love it. No, they're, they're honestly both good. I can't even pick a favorite too. Cause they're both like, I stay with me at first. I like full floor better, but then I was like, wait, <laughs> they have <laughs> honestly, their different both. Yeah. They bring different things to like the mm-hmm. same table and like, yeah it really is a sister album like, it really is okay last story so i guess not a lot of not a lot of celebrities remember <laughs> but um overall like generally it was a good month mm-hmm. last story um ariana grande and her boyfriend well now fiance dalton gomez are engaged she announced that she's engaged to him on instagram she had pictures of yeah. her ring and everything uh i didn't know much about this couple like at all neither did I like when I found out I was like oh I was like oh my god (laughs) there's not really like an official date of when they like started dating but they were seen for the first time publicly at the beginning of this year so again a little fast but I'm excited for her I'm happy for her I hope it works out well yeah um a lot of people I found a lot of people didn't like her ring her ring was so cute but I liked it behind it yeah so sweet like she that had was her like, grandmother's pearl, right? Yeah, or or like yeah. a pearl or like pin from her grandfather mm-hmm. that like her grandmother gave her or something or took yeah. it, I don't know something, but the significance like, that was so, so cute. cute. It looks so unique. That's what. I, yeah, exactly. Like it's different than like the classic. Like I've never had. Ring. I've never had the mindset that like your yeah. wedding ring has to look a certain way and mm-hmm. it needs to be this. Like I don't know. I think people personally to me it's not that big of a deal to me the ring yeah like, honestly I've never been I've never like picked out one and I was like this is my dream ring no like, exactly I need this if I don't get this like I'm not marrying him like okay I, I like, feel like I, ones I, that like like simple like unique hmm. ones like they're cute. exactly and like ones that have meaning like that's so much better than yeah like it's so nice just the classic like yeah I hope the best amazing. for them but yeah. again I'm like getting the same <laughs> I'm getting the same vibes like I'm I'm I need to yeah. resist now like jumping on board with this just because I know this is what I said with Demi Lovato at the beginning of this year I was like I'm oh my so god happy yeah. for her. she's finally gonna get her happy ending like I'm so happy for her and then and then that turned yeah. out that was so sudden that like it was broken up. I remember waking up one day and I was like, oh. That, that whole okay. thing was a mess. Like that it was guy so was messy. Mess. Oh my God. So messy. But like Ariana Grande has been through so much over the last couple of years. Like I know. Mac Miller. And then yeah. she 
was engaged to Pete Davidson Mm -hmm. and that feels like it was yesterday like I can't even I know right I can't believe they're just done and like I don't know it's weird to me it's crazy but yeah they're engaged so wishing her the best hopefully I mean like I'm not a huge Ariana Grande fan but I love her song like the same thing with Taylor Swift like I love her album the album that just came out amazing like that's really on replay every day and but I'm happy for her you know like she deserves it this is why, like, I'm teaching myself now to, like, appreciate people's art, like, their music and, yeah. like, their movies and stuff. But don't, like, I don't need to be so fascinated with, like, their exactly. personal life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot, li- I can not like somebody personally, but love their work. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's smart. That's, That's the mindset I'm going into 2021 with. Yes. Excited. I love that. <laughs> okay, that's it for the last episode of if you know you know for 2020 um what a crazy year again like just insane to look it's insane that like in 20 years from now like we're gonna look back at this year and just be like wow and it's crazy that all of this happened in a matter of 12 months (laughs) like too much happened but I mean good stuff negative stuff that's okay it was a crazy year truly like the good bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. um but looking forward to 2021 again I know everything's not going to go back to normal right away but it's nice to have like it's like a mental thing you know like Mm -hmm. when the year starts like you mentally think about like getting a fresh slate and like starting exactly in a new time frame which is good so Mm -hmm. going into 2021 with positive vibes hoping for the best expecting the worst (laughs) no hopefully like it's a good year I think this next year will start off bad but like progress which Mm -hmm. is good because this year started off okay and then yeah so it'll be nice to have some progression in our lives definitely Uh, okay so plug yourself give your where, where can people find you all right so you can find me on instagram and twitter at alexa van underscore and i also recently started a blog so you can find me there yes. um on instagram um paldonmes obsession um and then it's the same thing for the website paldonmes obsession.ca um i literally just talk about all my obsessions so we love that on if you know you know of course <laughs> and i'll link everything below so follow alexa check out her blog thank you thank Have you a great new year Thank you for coming on the show and doing my last so episode. Excited. I was literally looking forward to this like for so long. I'm so happy I got to do the last episode with you. I'm so happy you could be here and we could recap this wild, wild year. We're wishing everybody a happy new year and we're going on and upwards from here. Of course. <laughs>